Are you a business owner looking for real advice and input? You're in the right place. From concept to launch to growth, funding and beyond. Welcome to Startup Hustle with your hosts. One once sold a business for $150 million. The other, the author of Million Dollar Bedroom. Here are your hosts of Startup Hustle, Matt DeCourcy and Matt Watson. And we're back. Another episode of Startup Hustle. Matt DeCourcy here with Megan Day, who will be sitting in for Matt Watson today. Megan, how are you? I'm amazing. <laughs> how, you, you really are. And, and I'm amazing, too. And I'm going to tell everyone why. But before I do that, I'm going to get a couple things out of the way. Today's episode of Startup Hustle is brought to you by Fullscale.io. If you want to check us out on YouTube, Startup Hustle has a YouTube channel. You can also go to Instagram and check us out at, at Startup Hustle Podcast. So now that that's out of the way, we can get down to the real business of today, which is a subject that makes me go, mm, it's barbecue. Megan, you are the co-owner and pit master of Burnt Finger Barbecue. Is this true? That is correct. Okay. Proudly. It is true because I'm looking true. at barbecue right here yeah. and we're going to talk about Smelling that in a minute. It. Yeah. So, you know, I love it when you're interactive. So head on out to the internets and go to burntfingerbbq.com and that's B-U-R-N-T fingerbbq.com can also find them on the gram with the same handle perfect so That's first off you have brought me some barbecue i and did that makes you my favorite person well here, I, here I in the strive. studio right now yeah I strive for that you know yeah. barbecue you smell it you eat it you can't talk about it yeah without can. without eating it yeah no i agree right yeah, yeah. i mean this is my labor and love and and i talk with my food as much as with, you know, the interview itself. So, so by the time this comes out, it will be on about episode 220 ish. Wow. And that said, somehow <laughs> in Kansas city, where the people in, in, in Kansas city for all of the listeners around the world and people that are not in Kansas city here in KC, we very much consider Kansas city to be the barbecue capital of the world. Yes. And I think other cities try to take that crown, yes. but we take this shit pretty seriously here. Um, and why? what's a stat that validates that? Pound for pound, buck for buck, Kansas City has more barbecue restaurants per capita yeah. than any other place around. They do. Yeah. But a lot of people take barbecue seriously, and it's something that's different in different regions. And we'll talk about that. And we'll talk about what you do. And what's cool is you have a scalable barbecue model. So Bingo. anyway- Let's talk about you. Uh -huh. So tell us about tell us about Burnt Finger Barbecue and you know, like give us some backstory here. Yeah. So we have a crazy story. I'll try to readers digest it as much as possible. But my husband is Jason Day. He was the original pit master for Burnt Finger Barbecue. He and a couple of buddies got together in in Kansas City. If you think you've got good barbecue, you go compete. Mm -hmm. Right. You want to see if you really are. And so that started that way. And we realized really quickly we we won and it was going to be an expensive hobby. You, you won what? So awards. So we would go do barbecue contests. And so just for instance, the second contest we ever did was the American Royal, which is the world championships of barbecue and took fifth in brisket and 38th out of over 500 teams. So we knew we were placing. We were good. And it was going to be expensive hobby. And so the guys decided they were going to start just a quick little blog and see if they could get some, you know, referral funding and, and just try to build some relationships with sponsors and, and do that in the off season. And he ended up creating a recipe that he published on a blog that went viral. And this was 2008. 
little ditty called the bacon explosion, which was the bacon wrapped, bacon stuffed barbecue sausage. And it took off like crazy. Huge story came out in the um, New York Times. And that really set off a, a chance for him to write a cookbook and to compete some more and get sponsors and, and all kinds of swag came in the mail. And we were set. All of a sudden, we had a business. And people wanted a sauce and they wanted a seasoning and they wanted the bacon explosion, not just the recipe, but they wanted to eat this thing. And so... Well, I need to ask, yeah. is the sausage that's in front of me the bacon explosion? No, no. But <sighs> I'll tell you what. Okay. Are you ready for this? Hang on. This is my head beating against the mic. Oh, I there it is. One. Yes. Oh, wow. You didn't just bring so, it. You brought the whole thing. This is the deal. I chose not to heat this up and, and give it to you today simply because... Matt, I want you to be the hero of your next party. I'll tell you what, you're going to make me the hero of my night when I so, open this thing up. So first off, and it, it, yeah. we'll hold this up just a little bit so those on YouTube can see. All right, this is like a small loaf of bread. It looks like, uh, I would say, like a bun that you would get a Subway sandwich on. It's frozen, but it's ready, and it says bacon explosion on it. Yeah. Bacon-wrapped and filled sausage barbecue log. Yes, it is a. it sits heavy. Let's I'm just sorry for doubting you. So I got. I, you. I am. I'm sorry for doubting you. I was I beating you. my head. Yeah, I, th I, I was. I was going to cry. Surprise and delight, isn't that? Yeah, what it is. About? Yeah, I'm yeah. just. So no, I, nothing can go wrong for the rest of my day. I could give you just a taste, or like I said, you can let this be the hero <laughs> of your next party. It is a showpiece. It is love in, enveloped in a bacon weave over under style basket weave. You got it? So this is fully cooked, smoked, ready to go. Um, we just, you just have to thaw it out, put it in your oven or put it on your grill and then slice it up. You can put it on biscuits, on buns. You can chop it up and put it in your spaghetti, whatever you want to add a beautiful smoky bacon filled so, so that was it. That, that was, was the it. thing that really, like that people was went crazy. This was the thing that said we've arrived. We've arrived. Okay, cool. And so, by I, the way, it says two point five nine pounds. Yes, on it. Like, it, this it is, is no joke. It starts at almost three and then renders. And so, what's really cool about it is the bacon renders into the sausage that renders into the bacon that renders into the sausage and then and then deposits in the bottom of the smoker. Right. So, what you're left with is a very silky, rich, supple meat that people really went crazy for. And this was, you know, we're talking 2008. This was a long time ago. The article came out in the New York Times in 2009. We had a business by May. Of, you say New York Times? Yes. Okay. New York Times. Um, and a couple of people yeah, read that. Yeah, a couple of people read that. And, and, but that set us off on now we're on the Today Show and now we're doing um, interviews with, I mean, you name them, Fox and Friends, CNN, everybody wanted to know about this crazy concoction coming out of Kansas City. And so we arrived. And my husband and the barbecue team continued to do very well. We won lots of awards. Things were really popping. But the reality was we both had careers. And so it was really working in the background. As we, as you can imagine, when you're dealing with something like a perishable product, you work with vendors and partners to make that happen. I don't touch it. I'm not making these, but they're making them to our specifications and they're shipping them on dry ice and coolers. And, and that's their logistical understanding. That's not ours. We are the creators. We are the visionaries and the culinary palette to create these products. So 
this that's how we got started. And that just kind of ran in the background for a really, really long time. And so I'm, she ran off a whole list of things. Yeah. You said New York Times Today Show. Like the like go ahead, take CNN. take a minute, like CNN. Like where where were you? Because by the way, these are all things that this is validation. This yeah. is street cred. Yeah. I mean, because you know, like I mean, these are national shows. Yeah. And you know, I mean, I've been on like local TV and like whatever. And yeah. like you wonder, you're like, is anyone actually watching this? So I'll, but on those shows, yeah. I mean, this is this is the syndication. It is. Yeah. But I will tell you, and this is one of the things that I, I will tell anybody who's seeking to get validation. Do those shows that are local because yep. they're they're really looking for content. Yeah, right? yeah, yeah. Okay. I was actually talking about that last night with uh one of our clients at full scale. And, yeah. and, you know, I, I said, they said, well, how, cause we get, we get articles about startup yeah. hustle and full scale or Matt and I fairly yeah. regular. And they're asking, well, how do you get this? I was like, you just need to tell them what you're doing. Be like findable. All, all of these content providers yes. are doing nothing other than they don't want to do the hard work, that nope. you'd be, but you just have to like send a couple emails. You're like, Hey, this is what we've been up to. Yeah. If you consider it newsworthy, let me know. And, yeah. I, and then they usually, excuse me, they usually reply and set up an interview or send someone by to take a picture or do something like that. And then you get an article about you. Yeah. And the thing, and it's free press and it's free. Mm -hmm. But I think what's even more important than getting that free press is then when you put it out there so that when someone does start seeking you out, there is a treasure trove of how you are on camera, how you are in photographs, how you deliver your content. Now you have somebody that is looking like maybe they want to do something with you and they're like, oh yeah, done and done. This guy's good or this company is legit. And so one of the things that a tip that I would always give somebody, and I've had numerous outlets who have told me that they appreciate it. If I send them information, I have at the bottom of my email, at least the very first email that I send out, a um, news alert, like just in my signature. And then I pop off three or four things that are happening in our business right now that are legitimate with a link that just gives that person who reads it, they can go, oh, look, she was just in this magazine or on this show or this just happened. And it kind of does that validation. So they don't have to go do research on you. It's in the signature of your email. Yeah. And I actually do that in my own signature. I have a link to full scale. I have a link to our podcast. I have a link to book an appointment with me. And, um, but are you bragging? Well, yes and no. Um, so some of it, and so there's actually a cool thing we use, um, you know, t- so you don't have to put like 90 links in. Yeah. There's a thing called Linktree. That's okay. eight bu- it's eight bucks a month. Okay. And what it does is it's basically, you can link to Linktree uh-huh. and when you click it, it'll, however you want to customize right. it. So you could have all these little buttons. It's just kind of like mm-hmm. a, a little mobile friendly, easy to set up Love kind of that. directory. And we use it for Instagram. Or, huh. or whenever we're promoting the podcast, because with the podcast, people listen to it on Apple, they listen on Google, Spotify, and whatever. So we can't, we yep. don't want to just drive them to what they're not going to use. Yeah. So we, there are tools like that that are kind of clever. Huh. And the thing is, is no one's going to click all of them. But if they see 10 of them that are news articles, yeah. read about us in the New York Times, see us on CNN, right. uh, that, sometimes that's enough. That's enough. Yeah. Amen. But, but I think yeah. one thing that, that is key here. And I see a lot of people get pressed and then I'm like, why aren't you framing this up in the context of what you're doing? Like, you know, and and don't put it at the, like the bottom of your website that after like a full minute of scrolling, I finally like see as mentioned on, like these validating things are important. And 
you know, like, like you said, and take them where you can get them. Yeah, you got to kind of climb the ladder on that stuff. You too. Yeah. But the thing is, is once success begets success. And yeah. so I'll, I'll give you a great example. Before I do that though, let well, me do- Well, hang on. Before yeah. you do okay, that, you we're going to try, we're going to try some barbecue because okay. I don't want to, all right. And so this brisket that you I'm have- I'm going brisket first yes. here. So, so I'm going to, I'm going to first try it real quick and I'm going to go no sauce. Okay. And then we'll try it with the sauce. So, mmm, that's really good. Thank you. How's a, there's a hint. I don't want to say it's smoky. It's like. Some different tasting, but I love it. I love brisket. Yeah, brisket. So this, probably what you're picking up on is a richness of a Wagyu beef. That might be it. Yeah, I was like, tasted yes. something, and now I'm going to put some sauce on it. Yep. So this is our barbecue sauce. This is our smoky Kansas City. Yummy. Thank you. I like it because, so here's the thing with barbecue, and this is one of the things I want to talk about. So I used to live in North Carolina, and I remember oh, yeah. when I first moved there. Super vinegar. I went to I went to a barbecue stand, and I asked for sauce, and they hand me like a bottle of vinegar, and yeah. I was like, "What the fuck yeah, is, is this? this?" Yeah, and they're like, "This sauce." No, and I'd never seen that before in yeah. my life. But barbecue is regional, yeah. and people have different flavors and different tastes to it. And here in Kansas City, our, our barbecue sauce is very um, it has texture and thickness. Mm-hmm. It's like I don't want to say ketchup, but it is kind of the consistency of ketchup. But ketchup is usually one of the base flavors or you know liquids. Yeah. So so this sauce is a neutral. Yeah. It's not super spicy, and it's not super smoky. It's not filled with hickory. It's. I would say, and what, and let's call this out because now can you buy this at Burnt Finger Barbecue? You can buy it at Burnt Finger Barbecue. You can buy it at Made in Kansas City, um, Ace, any Ace Hardware store, um, Bass Pro, Cabela's. We're regional and national. Cool. Yeah. So this is a barbecue sauce for someone that wants to be in the middle. Amen. You don't want it super spicy. You don't want like, it's just that. Uh, it's, I, it's like BBQ neutral. It is. Right? But, and it would also quality. be good. On, it would be. Yeah, no, it was great. Yeah. And by the way, I wouldn't say that if oh, I thought it was terrible. Thank you. Now, um, you know, when you look at uh, barbecue, you've mentioned 2008 when your bacon explosion came out. Yeah. I've, so I'm 44 years old. I've seen barbecue. Cha- I grew up in Kansas city yeah. and I grew up with a dad who would always bring barbecue home and, yeah. you know, we'd go to Gates barbecue right. and uh, Arthur Bryant's, mm-hmm. which here in Kansas city are like the original gangsters of OG, barbecue. Baby. Yeah. And, yeah. and they're good. And, they you know, are. I just I ate at Gates the other day, mm-hmm. but their barbecue is different. It is still old school. Mm-hmm. And so at what point that I, I want to say like artisan barbecue, yeah kind of took over and yeah. I feel like it was probably like 10 years ago. Yeah. Yeah. So, so craftsman, artisan, not commercial. You're a lot of influence from competition people who were in there, who were trying to really knock out the flavors. Remember competition barbecue is one bite. So when a, a judge tries it, you, you just get one bite, punch it. Well, that's all they're going to eat. They're going to sit there and eat so much barbecue. That's a good point. They're going to take a bite. So you got to pack so much flavor into that bite that I think a lot of influence in some of this craft barbecue has come out of the fact that it's not just a bunch of meat thrown on a rotisserie. They take the time to inject it. They take the time to to let it, you know, marinades, or they may um, wrap it in tinfoil and finish it off to be a, a perfect texture. Whereas some of the old school pit guys, they are physically throwing meat on, charring it, and pulling it off, which is a fantastic option. And that's like large scale. Exactly. It, it, so it's, if you yeah. go to Arthur Bryant's barbecue, which is, like I said, old school, yeah. like I'm going to just p- give you a picture of a not nice restaurant. Like, right. I mean, it's like but the it's tables experience. and chairs <laughs> are what you would get in a bowling alley snack bar. Yeah. 
Um, and they're probably like 50 years old. Yeah. And there's literally guys back there pulling brisket out with pitchforks. Yes. And that's like what you're talking about. Yeah. And you go and you order a sandwich. They slice a shit pile of meat yep. onto shave, a tray. Shave, shave, shave. And they throw like five pieces yeah. of bread, like white bread on there. Yeah. And that's your sandwich. Like you're going to make it yourself. Yeah. Like it is you not. What, it yeah, but it's great. But right. it's great. The Now their sauce is different. Yes. And, but I like it, but it, but I've taken a lot of people to eat there over the years and not everyone does like it. Yeah. So your sauce is, like I said, back in that kind of neutral yeah. zone. And okay. that's on purpose. Right. No, I get it. And once again, go to Burnt, and that's B-U-R-N-T finger, bbq.com. I did just it. check out your, you got a lot of followers on Instagram. Well, thank um, you. And congratulations on all the distribution channels that you found. Yeah. Um, I think it's interesting because, you know, running a restaurant's really expensive. Uh-huh. And it requires, you, know, you got to go there every day. Oh, and babysit lots of fabulous. Deal with it and... <laughs> I mean, you, you're talking inventory, you're talking yeah. people, you're not just, oh. you're babysitting a lot of moving parts that sometimes you really don't have control over. And theoretically, there's a lot of competition here yeah. in Kansas City. And, 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 you know, that's the thing. And, 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 you know, I'm not trying to like, you know, keep name dropping your yeah. competitors, but no, there's, there's like, well, there's like three barbecue restaurants, like hard, like literally like retail shops yes. in Kansas city that kind of run the game here in a lot of ways. They and, do. and, you know, like one of them's Jack stack sure. for a local, love re- for I, I love their food too. And I, and that's where I like to go the yeah. most. And they're, that's kind of where I got introduced to a little, I don't want to say artisan though. It's, they, I it's call different. It, I call it tablecloth barbecue. Yeah. That's, I think that's fair. Yeah. Yeah. Cause it's like you, you actually, I don't know. It's not like you're just, you get, you're not just getting a sandwich in a paper right. bag and running out the door. Right. Um, and then, you know, the, the, some of the, well, there's probably more like four. Yeah restaurants and you know joe's is, yep. is really well known Consistent. once known as oklahoma joe's that although they didn't have anyone right from oklahoma or a restaurant there i believe well but, there was some but yeah. yeah there's a connection to oklahoma absolutely you know yeah. you want to talk about ballsy moves yeah. literally changing their name yes amidst a very popular name yes. but i gotta get tip my cap to them for wrapping their arms around KC. They're like, Hey, this is where yeah. we're at. Um, and that, now that's the difference. Now that's where I first started to experience what I'll call like that. Um, craftsman. Yeah. That yeah. was a lot different. Yes. And you know, like I, I remember my mind was blown. I was like, Oh my God, you're going to put an onion ring yeah. on a barbecue sandwich. I'm like, and provolone, like you just changed texture, my life. Texture, texture, yeah. yeah. So now with that, that's not something that you could easily ship. They do though. Well, I bet like, but that's hard. Yes, no, it's extremely hard. I mean, and right. they, and, and, and we have a fantastic relationship with the Joe's folks. Um, Jeff Staney, I, one of the things about barbecue in this world, we are all very much a family and help each other. And so just understanding the logistics and how long it took for them to get to the point of being able to ship that sandwich kudos to them right. for figuring it out. So, well, let's talk about yeah. that for a second. Cause you have this, yes. you, so you have no restaurant no, and you're trying to, you're wrapping your arms around a scalable model. Yes. It's smart. Cause the places that you mentioned having distribution through now, one of them you didn't even mention was home shopping network. Yes. So do you like yes. actually go on the yeah. show and you're like there and you're yeah. like, and we're going to slice some sausage. Yes, and- I do. I do. That's the whole part of the story. You know, you tell your story. And so very, very fortunate. Uh, about three and a half, almost four years now, probably ago, I looked at my husband and I said, in order to change the outcome, we have to change our investment in this company. And what we're doing right now is letting it work in the background. So I'm going to quit my day job, which I was a direct, you know, I, I had a huge role um, in philanthropy and had a great salary and, and, and all this, but we had a couple of young ones. 
And I knew I was never going to get that time back with them. And I felt like there was something more to our business that we just couldn't handle at nine o'clock at night, right? Because that's what was happening was we'd get home, get the kids finally to bed. And finally at nine o'clock, we'd start to work on the business. And, and that's the just, worst part of your day. It's hard. It's like, because you, you, like you mentioned, you worked all day, yeah. you did time with the kids. And that's why I tell people that, that, um, have part-time participants in yes. their business or their own business. And and forgive my language here, I refer to that as the butthole of your day. It is. Because it's like 9 o'clock to 11, maybe midnight. And, yes. you know, like there, it's really, really easy to just not do it. The kids' bedtime routine puts me to sleep. No. Right? And so then now I've got to go try to be on and try and figure out what it is we've got going on with the company. And so – You know what puts me to sleep a lot? that? Barbecue. <laughs> Eating a lot of ribs. Have you often known as the itis it's the struggle is real i had it the other day sweats. i literally i know I, I ate a bunch of ribs after lunch and then my wife was like what's up and i was like oh i got the itis i love it Barbecue that's, that's an old dave Chappelle skit yes. but yeah the itis is a real thing and yeah i took a nap there's I such thing it. now well, with barbecue yeah. too i have a rule um you always have to have leftovers yes so i go to order and you know like i've had make comments like you having a party i'm like no 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 no. I think they're just used to that. Okay. It. So, so now with your scalable model, you have yes. a different approach because yes. um, you've got a frozen bacon log right in front of me. Now in a restaurant, you're perishable. You're serving that like now, right. like here they are right in front of you, slice it up, get it out the door, yes. which presents some challenges. So what are the challenges that you run into as opposed to an actual barbecue restaurant? Well, there's a, a lot because we don't have a place to send people. So getting people to say, I'm going to go online. I'm going to find this. I'm going to trust this business. I'm going to put down a bunch of money and I'm going to hope this thing shows up with the dry ice and a cooler. It's, it's really being able to, again, do everything we can to build our brand up as reputable so that someone doesn't think twice about, is that really going to arrive? And am I going to be able to cook it? But from a logistics standpoint, there's dry ice. It's going across during the summertime did our partners put enough dry ice in it? Yeah. And if not, I got I got to pay for that and I got to get another one shipped out to them and I've got to build that damaged relationship and prove to them that it that just it that stunk and I'm sorry that happened. We will try to, you know, make it up to you. And so just not the beautiful part about it is we do batches of it and we put it in the freezer and it can stay in the freezer for quite a while. The hope is that it doesn't have to stay there that long because we're churning through them as fast as possible. But the price of bacon, the price of pork, um, you, I may have a batch that is extremely reasonable. We make more margin on it. And then the next time we turn around, it's not as good of margin because the price of pork went up. Or there's always the fear that there could be something that happens to the pork industry sure. in this particular um, item. When we do our chicken drumsticks for HSN or we do um, we do a pulled pork um, in sauce, we do a, a pulled, we're working on a pulled chicken, you know, it's going to be those same types of, of problems is that we've got to make sure that we order enough, that it's ready to go, and that everybody's clicking on this is going to a coast and it's going to pass through the hottest part of the country. Is there enough dry ice? I mean, those now, are just the reality. Now we, we did an episode with Chris Kovac who runs a beef company. Yeah. Do you know Chris? I, I know of you him. Met him. So yeah. he came in that art, that episode's titled where's the beef, Yeah. but they ship steaks yeah. and you know, the same, the same uh, obstacles to yes. overcome. 
Um, and then they raise them organically themselves. So that's also like, maybe they have a little control over some of that, but then again, they can run out. They can run out. Really quickly. Is yeah. that, do you guys run out sometimes? And you're just like, but that, but that happens at my favorite barbecue restaurants. Yeah. I go into like, we don't yeah, have any burn ends. I'm like, oh, I hate you. Well, that's a, that's a hard question to answer, honestly, because sometimes running out is good for business. Yeah. And well, we can talk about that. Yeah. I'm going to try. What's yes, the sausage okay, so stuff? This is brand new, literally launched last week. It is our first commercial based product. It is bacon sausage. Mm. Basically, it's a sweet barbecue sausage that is made with real chunks of bacon. So it is this in a consumer friendly casing if you will. Okay. This is freaking awesome. Thank you. And now I'm going to put some sauce on yeah, it Yeah, put too. some sauce on it. So our goal with this is to, at this point, I am hitting the ground and I'm talking to chefs and I'm working with culinary directors and food and serve, you know, beverage from a, a, you know, a golf course all the way to a fine dining restaurant down to a bar and grill because it is such a quality product. We have worked so hard to partner with the right people who use the great ingredients. We developed a seasoning specifically for this sausage so that the pork could shine and that the bacon, you could feel it, taste it. The texture would be the right size. Yeah, it's good. And it's not overwhelming once no. again. Like I kind of like the neutrality of what I've tried so yeah. far. Like yeah. sometimes like, cause I mean, I can do spicy stuff, but man, like I'm a white dude from Kansas. Like if you give me spicy stuff, like I turn red and start sweating. Hiccup. Like, I mean, and my I don't, husband hiccups. I don't mind. Yeah. I don't mind it, but it's not, not always like what I want to yeah. eat a lot of. Well, and what this does is it gives us the versatility for the chef to say, I'm going to throw cheese on here. I'm going to put jalapenos on here. I'm going to do it up like peppers and, and onions. It really gives them the ability to, to char it or t cut it out of the casing and make a biscuits and gravy with it for a, yeah, for I was going kind of, to say this really. is as far as like what you would think of yeah. sausage that i mean it's a little it's kielbasa ish yes. in texture yeah. but it's not like i it's not like grossly oily or anything it, like that we don't so, want it is some of yeah. the highest quality there's not fillers in it it is really the real deal and so the hope is that these restaurants will take it upon themselves to do some fun things with it and sure. so i'm working with them on ways to do that this i simply lit our smoker smoked them off until they hit about 140 and then moved them over to the grill and finished them off to about 160 and just to give them that char on it. But like I said, you could do so many different things with it. And I'm really excited to listen to what our you know restaurant partners are doing with it. And that could be a bar or it could be a really fine dining restaurant, however, whoever wants it. This also then leaves us the ability in the future to say, hey, guess what? We just came out with a burnt finger barbecue jalapeno sausage with bacon or a cheese sausage with bacon. It gives us the platform to then create new products in a demanding category of the ooey gooey movement type of food or the spicy hot for those people who are craving that, but that this gives us that base for a restaurant so you have to do whatever a, they want. A, and, I, and tell me if I'm right or wrong here, but when you have a lot of different distribution channels, like yeah. you talk about Cabela's, Bass Pro Shop, yeah. um, some of these different play, Ace, Ace Hardware, yeah. you don't get that that buyer's info. Yeah. So yeah. you kind of lose That's the you, my, you lose right. that ability to tell them that you have a new thing. Yeah. So how do you are how how are you able to or what's your advice when it comes to, you know, whether you're selling barbecue or you're selling pillows. Yeah. The, these are the same challenges like and basically what what not basically exactly what Megan has done here is is foregone the retail model to instead focus on sales channels yeah. 
and it requires a different approach. Yeah. But sales channels aren't as easy to get into as you'd want, and they there's time they're time consuming. So, how do you how do you build customer awareness and yeah. changes in your product line through sales channels? That's the struggle. I mean, really, that's the struggle it? because it's not my customer. HSN is not my customer. Yeah. Ace is not my customer. But what I can control. So is it a distributor that sells to them? Yeah, okay. yeah. So in order to for those now with with HSN, we directly do sell to sure. HSN, but we don't know who buys it. Like right I can, now, with I that can ask too, that's also that's also like a weird thing too because yeah. you might need you need. The, they're not going to bring you on air unless you have enough to like run that, that running yes. number. That's like, you've now sold 4,900. Yeah. No, I never yeah. sold out of 5,000, yes. but you got to be ready for that. Well, and what's really fascinating about HSN and I feel extremely honored. They came to me and they said, do you want to create a line for us? There so that's go. huge. Okay. And we said, yeah. Let me guess. They found you in New York times yeah. or CNN or exactly. somewhere like that. Yeah. Yeah. Well, and, and I, so where I really, the tipping and the jumping off point for our business was um, producers contacted me and asked if I would like to compete on Chopped, which is the Food Network um, show where you get a basket of ingredients that you don't know and you've only got 20 minutes to create a meal for these beautiful, talented judges. So you've also been on the Food Network. And I won. Nice. So Congrats. I won Chopped. Thank That's you. Fine. Being a Chopped champion. And at that point, it was like, okay, she's legit and you she's led, You should have led with that. <sighs> I've got, there's so many things though. And I think that's what someone told me the other day. They said, you know, I don't think you have a company. You are a brand. Well, congrats. Cause so, that's what you should be doing. Cause yeah. guess what? Like that, I talk about this a lot. Cause for myself, I've put a lot of focus on this and I started doing that three years ago when yeah. I started publishing books Yeah, and people are like, do you make a lot of money off the book? I'm like, it's, I, I'm never going to be able to no. put a tangible return yeah. on them and sure their sales and, yeah. and stuff like that. But you, you can, you have to, if you want to stand out, you have to make yourself an expert. Yes. You have to look like remarkably credible. Like yeah. if you're a subject matter expert, you're not like, yeah. Um, and I've never had an article. I've never written an article. I've never yeah. done anything like you talked about. And you, I mean, and by the way, congratulations on Thank being you. successful that, cause it's really <laughs> difficult and it takes a lot of tenacity. And you yeah. talked about like starting with the local media and stuff like that. You don't just become well-known in a day. That's yeah. not how this shit works, yeah. people. Like you see folks and you're like, oh, wow, that they came out of nowhere. No, they didn't. I, they I were probably doing what, and yeah. I say they, like no one was an overnight sensation. Oh, I, we are a 10 year overnight success. Yeah, no, Do right. That's my yourself. point. It is not, there's <laughs> really like no overnight success. Like you, all of a sudden some people hit the radar and right. light it up. But at the same time, like if you look back in their timeline, they gr they were grinding it. Yeah. And so the, the, a funny story on that, I was asked to be on the today show and um, to do, it was the NFL kickoff and that a couple of years ago. And I asked the food producer when we had a little bit of downtime, cause when it, Matt Lauer, is it you there. that does this or you and Jason? Well, so that's the fun part. It's us. It is okay. Jason and I competition. We are a competition duo. But when it comes to doing some of these kinds of things, I have now taken that step forward and it's me. Every once in a while, we have an opportunity to do something together, but a female pit master is interesting. Why not? He looks like every other yeah. white pit master. He just does. That's right? probably like me, like a, a, a guy with a dad bod and an yes. apron and a spatula. And, and, he, and it's fantastic yeah. for what it is, but it's not a pop that they have a few seconds to get that yeah, sure. viewer. And yeah. so I've been able to get the credibility by being a chop champion. And I asked that, I asked that food producer, I said, how the heck did you find me? She said, I Googled Kansas city chef 
And by the way, ask people that. I do. When they reach out. Like, yes. if you sell anything yes. to people, ask them, how'd you hear about us? I always do. You'll always be surprised, but they're not, you need to know that stuff too. It is. And it's, and so I asked her and she said, well, and this was a huge tip, get your pens and pencils out because take this down and remember this. She said, when I found your article, I looked you up and there was a direct email and a direct phone number to you. I didn't have to fill out some comment page and wonder if the message ever got to you. Because guess what? If I can't talk to you and ask you directly, I move on to the next talent. I don't have time. And so she said, I found you and then I talked to you. And I said, well, that's fantastic. And she said, thank you for making it easy for me. That approach wouldn't work for me. Yeah. I mean, it wouldn't on some level. Yeah. And I say that and like, and I get where you're saying that, yeah. but there's also times when that that's kind of, that can be rough and well, you can't put a la layers. And the reason I say that is because once we announced that full scale was going to invest millions of dollars sure in the businesses, yeah. like I, it, um, yeah, it, yeah. it, there, a level of a, a layer needed to exist. But I think you can still do that. If yeah. she would have called and someone answered yeah, sure, and said, this is fantastic. Let me chat with Matt about it. It's the same thing. We use booking links and stuff like that yeah. where you can schedule a call. And, yeah. you know, the thing is, is like the idea that you can just call someone directly at any yeah. moment is like, I mean, you can. Yeah. Um, I mean, I'm really, I'm not saying I'm not accessible, but, but some of it's just also about like general sanity. But I think the yeah. you've hit that point. When I did that, I wasn't, we weren't at that point. So, well, really what does it too is, you know, the, you know, my business partner, Matt Watson yeah. sold a company for 150 yeah. million bucks that, and he's got a Wikipedia so, page. You probably do too. We do. Yeah, we do have a, we have a Wikipedia page. Yeah. So we feel pretty special about that. But, but these, so these things take time to accumulate. Yeah. And it's funny because, you know, I know a lot of people in the music industry and we always joke like, like what comes up when you just put your own name in Google. And, and we've determined that like the, the first level is when you get the little sidebar. Oh yeah. Yeah. And so like I got that with some Big of the books time. and you get some other stuff and like, and it's my, my buddies, the dude that I just wrote my last book with the Joel Cummins from Humphreys McGee always messes with me. He's like, look, I've got this and this oh, and this. And I'm it. like, dude, I'm just trying to keep up. up my game. Well, and I think a lot of what we do, you know, I, and, and by the way, that's what you're trying to satisfy because yeah. people are going to Google you. We will. Yeah. So yeah. figure out like just, and by the way, that didn't take like, it's like just yeah. a, a couple, it's a submission. Yeah. Google wants to see you send a picture of you with your ID and to prove that the, yeah. that the info you're providing is actually you. Yeah. And then they kind of take it from there. They do. And it's scary, but fabulous at the same yeah, time. Sure. Well, and that's your a, information's easy to find. It is. I could find anybody's yes. phone number if I really wanted to. Exactly. It's not hard. It's not. And, and I think for her, she was just appreciative because she could run through it quickly. I could yeah. say yes and get me, get me out there. And since then I go on in a pretty regular basis. Um, I feel very fortunate that they want to use me for different things. And, um, Southern Living Magazine, just naming one of the most influential women in barbecue. Love it. That doesn't hurt. You know, so there's just those things. And again, that's when one thing led to the next thing that led to the next thing. And so as we to, to kind of come back to that question you had is how do we tell people that we have a new product mm -hmm. if they're not my customer? The only way I know to do that is to continue to be on TV, yeah, sure. to be on the Food Network, to, to be so that they come and try to find us and then they see it. Because yeah. that's the only way. So every now and then I'll get an HSN customer that will contact us and say, I bought your sauce on there. I want, do you have it in a gallon? Or can I get, <laughs> that's can, a question can I get ask. a pallet? Right? Like, <laughs> Maybe not a pallet. Yeah. And, and speaking of which, it's yeah. sandwich time. Sandwich, right? yeah. So, so now I've got a barbecue beef sandwich um, on a bun. Yeah. And I love, the, okay, by the way, thank you for making this just like a simple hamburger well, bun. Because that's not the way my first it's supposed rodeo. to be. 
So I'm going to dip this in some sauce. And then you also have some, should I go yeah. with the spices? Sure. Okay. We're going all in here. You are going all in for a taste so. explosion right there. So this is just a, a vessel to help you understand mm. how we like to put flavors together. Mm. You okay with that? Mm -hmm. All right. I love a good beef barbecue beef sandwich. Right? It's like really kind of like where it starts. Well, you know, like you go to like a taco place and you want, have you ever just done a taco sandwich where they do like the taco meat on a bun and some, it like, yeah. it's amazing. Uh, maybe not on a bun, but almost like the little tiny tortillas. Yeah. Like, like a taco truck yeah. really should have. Yeah. So there's, there's nothing wrong with it, with it, just a little uh, there, barbecue there's sandwich. A, there, when I go to Vegas, there's a taco truck uh -huh. that is in Chinatown of all places and don't ask me how I found this because a friend of mine took me there, I, I promise. But it is in the parking lot of a place that sells rims and a strip club. And it's only open late at night. And oh, I don't word. go to the other places. Mm -mm. But the tacos there are literally like world class. Like yes. I've gone, I mean, and it's like the most lowbrow <laughs> thing that you'll find. But the tacos is just like good, authentic street food. It, and that's what it is. Yeah. It's the simplicity of how those flavors come together. And so yeah. you want to know what our business is. It's marketing. Right. It's flavor development. It's understanding how and where and, and what the consumer might be interested in. And then it's going, is it going to work? And then if it doesn't, we pivot and we try to find. So a prime example of that is we did whole pork butts for the HSN. And while we had a great response and we had people who but put it on way, auto you, ship. You, you said pork butt. Uh, but pork butt, big old pork butt. But the the reality of someone having to take the time to thaw it out and then take six hours to reheat it was such a commitment for our clients and customers that we realized, no, nope, we just need to go single, quick, one pound bags and be done with it. Now, by the way, the and I'll point this out again, like I'll say, and when I say like barbecue neutral, there was a ton of flavor in there, right. but it didn't overwhelm me in one way or the other. Right. So now, is that intentional? It is. Is that just to apply to a larger audience? It is. Because um, here's the thing, I might like other types, yes. but that would be good. I'd be yes. good with that. And my wife's a lot pickier about yes. what she eats, so she won't like certain things. Yeah. And, and she would like to be in that middle. Balanced, good, yeah. solid, high quality products is where a remarkable product. So for a restaurant that wants a menu item that is so good and satisfying, they, that, but they don't have to do everything. We're, we're going to do it for them. That's what we want. We want a barbecue sauce that your kids want to dredge their French fries and chicken nuggets yeah. through because that's consumable. And then you buy more. There right? is such thing. Um, you know, I, I, I have breakfast ribs. <gasps> That sounds delicious. It's a real thing. I love yeah, it. Yeah, that's why I always buy extra stuff. Um, I love it. My wife always thinks it's funny because, like, I literally, like, I can inhale barbecue and I'll just, like, stand by the trash can in the kitchen. I'll, like, pull the little drawer out oh and my. I'll just sit there. I'll be eating. I got a visual. I'll just be eating. No plates. I'm just pulling it right off the tray. And she's like, do you want to sit down at the table? I'm like, no. Yeah. No, he, I really don't. I, it, I'm good right here. Thanks. We're dealing with, a con with, a, with customers that think salt is hot, right? And spicy. Yeah, this wasn't salty though. But that's the thing yeah. is that we are really, and it's it's not that we're we're dumbing it down. It's that we are intentionally making it balanced because we don't want you to go, what the heck is that? Like with that brisket, the reason you were curious about the flavor is I guarantee the richness of a Wagyu beef yeah, as opposed to just a regular prime or, you know, choice brisket so, that you're so, used to. So we can... It's, and for those of you listening, once again, go to burnt, B-U-R-N-T, fingerbarbecue.com. Yeah. Let's talk about what we tried. So if anyone like, all right, so here's the thing. 
I'll be honest with you, Megan, uh, and I thought about this before you came in. If I didn't like the barbecue, I was going to point it. I would have oh. said, I would have said, this isn't for me. Yeah. Um, I'm we, cool with that. We mentioned the the KC Soda Company came yeah. in here, and Lucas brought like half a dozen things, and Matt and I, we tried them. We did a bit of a, like a, a contest. We yeah. narrowed it down to one, but there were some of them I was just like, I don't like this. Yeah. Like the celery flavor. I just don't like – that. Did not a good flavor for me. Matt yeah. liked it, you know, yeah. but it's different, so you have different flavors. So, okay, so let's go through this. So we tried the brisket. Yes. And that and you can buy that. So that and and like how do you buy that? Okay, so we so that is not something that you can buy at this okay. time. Okay. That is competition. That is what we turn in and win awards with. We are working to try to get brisket for the HSN audience. Why why is that a challenge? Price of beef and a consumer that doesn't necessarily understand everything that goes into a smoking a brisket for a really long time and the labor that goes into it, but they're willing to buy a steak very high priced because they get it. It's the education. I just say more of the brisket is really good. Yeah. And so okay, our, our so. goal, our goal is to be able to get brisket into the hands of consumers within the next year. So brisket's a barbecue staple, but at the same time, it's kind of like, I mean, it's kind of like, I don't want to say generic, no, but it's like, I mean, it. everyone, like you brisket's kind of the main thing. Yeah. Like, all right. I mean, and I think if you're going to ship something or do different things, like you might be a little more adventurous, like yes. the bacon log. The bacon log. Exactly. Oh, man, I yep. love that thing. So, the bacon log is my best friend So right this now. you can get. And I'm going to eat and my best friend McGonagall's later. here in town has mm-hmm. it in their freezer, so you can get one anytime you need it. Um, okay. So the sausage. Yes. Now, can we buy that? Um. Okay. So yes, the goal is that we will be selling it online. Are you um, using my show to announce your new product no, line? Yeah, let's talk about that's that. Fine. That's, <laughs> that's fine. That's so, fine. By the time this thing airs, yes, you'll be able to get that sausage online okay. and shipped to you. However, here's the deal. With, with that particular consumer product, we are looking to partner with restaurants, any bars and, and locations that want to buy it food service. Okay. So request it ask for it yeah. um follow our social media it's really good. thank you yeah i could see that being served a number of different ways yes. even like sliced and like and like almost re-grilled yes in some ways okay so yes. that's good so that's good now um, th- let's talk about the sauce yes now i know you sell the sauce yes, yes. sauce is is mass distribution highest level right so online you can go to you know the local stores any like Kansas City Grilling Company is one of the local stores but any of the real barbecue stores in Kansas City How about the people outside KC So your Ace Hardware if they are not carrying it on their shelf you request it and they will get it in because it's in their system uh, Bass Pro and Cabela's are selling it so if you've got one of those locations it's on their shelf in their general store If you can find them in their 1 million square miles exactly. of store those exactly. places are massive They are massive go to the go to the um what is that called? The I just said it. The general store. It's in the general store. Okay. And so that's where you can get it from a mass distribution. Every once in a while, we'll pick up, you know, a, a world market or somebody like that. But um, barbecue sauce but and, and spices are a good are a great gift. They're great. Um, gifts. They're great gifts for dad. They're great gifts for uncles. Yes. Um, I think that they're also really cool, like um, dude gifts yes. for like even for like employees or yep. clients. Like I, so. Um, I have a bank that buys it, and that's what they give out during football season. So look a lot of you listening have a business and you have clients like don't send generic bullshit. Yeah. Like do something that, that matters like that, especially for people that like you want to show their appreciation. Yes. Like the average uh, client at full scale spends $18,000 a month. Wow. That's why we do things like we have suites at the local venues yes. and stuff like that. Cause we, 
well, A, we appreciate it, but make it a memorable experience. Like you can't forget that. No. I mean, if I take you, if I took you to see the Backstreet Boys, Megan, you would remember me forever. Even if you don't like them. And the people in the room, I'm sure, would be. Frothy. I was out of town for that. I, might, I oh. let my wife take all of our, our. Yeah, they had a great time, but no, do something that's memorable. Like one of yeah. the things that I thought was really cool that, and barbecue is a good way to do that. Like, and and so if you do business with like a whole company, um, you know, get together with a company like Megan's or somewhere, and you know, send them a meal. Yeah. Send them a meal because, like, it's shocking, like, how much more people will appreciate that yeah. than, like, even, like, something like a gift card. Well, and we've got whatever. a fun like, story, too. So yeah. so you can say, oh, this was the girl that one chopped, right? Sure. Here's her ribs. So so ribs, pulled chicken, pulled um, pork, and uh, the, we've got these great drumsticks that we sell. Those are typically what you're going to find on the Home Shopping Network. I kind of mentioned that sometimes we sell things on our own personal website. That is a, a touchy place because... Well, you they don't, so they don't, the yeah, they don't yeah, want you to compete. They don't want you competing. And yeah. I don't. And so to me, I will say this. I would rather sit back and collect nickels you can at a find much it. bigger audience Use than Google. try to chase those dollars. As you're Googling yourself. Yes. Yes. <laughs> I'm assuming your website may direct people to, yes. to some of these things. Too. Uh, they, we Maybe? don't. Maybe? We don't. Okay. Because, because they're not my customer. I see. That's true. Right. Well, let's, let's, and you know what? I want to talk about something because I don't want to forget and like get so far into the time here. And, and. I'm I'm extending our length here because I first off I didn't realize how fancy you were with all these badges that you've collected. I want to talk about that for a second because yeah. I think that people I think that businesses and and people in general like you are your own brand. Mm-hmm. Like I could sell full scale, I could quit doing the Startup Hustle podcast, yeah. I could quit doing a lot of things. I'm still Matt DeCourcy. You are Matt. And that matters. Like if I wanted to just give up all this entrepreneurship and like yeah. go get a real job. Did you call it entrepreneurship? Yeah. I love it. I mean, because it's true. Like, really, like, people, what do you do? I'm just, uh, one of my mentors, yeah, like, tell tell me about yourself. I'm just a guy looking for something to do. Yeah. I mean, we do chase all different kinds of stuff and mm-hmm. do different things. It really is just entrepreneurship, you mm-hmm. know, like, I, it's, but... But that brand matters and it, it's going to help your business overall when people feel that you're credible and trustable. And that has mm-hmm. a lot to do with like, so at full scale, our company, the tech services company, Matt and I own, we just uh, did it. Uh, we waited 200 episodes to do one about our own business, but then we let that be episode 200. We grew to 180 employees in 18 months. Wow. But uh, so much of that has to do with being trustable and, yeah. and also being open and like, you can, if you listen to the podcast, you learn a lot about, about us in yeah. general and, and transparent. You know, well, and here's the thing too. It's like, it's really kind of an open book kind of world. Mm-hmm. Like you're not going to fake it for too long no. and you'll get called out eventually. So you just will. be yourself. And it, some people will like it and some yes. people will not. Yeah. Some people don't like the fact that this show's conversational. Huh. They would prefer that we just never talk. I mean, some people would, and then some, and then, but okay. but overwhelmingly, people love it because yeah. they get to know you. Yeah, we sat down. I've got like five notes here. Oh, and I didn't, you know, and some of that, but that conversations what brings out that, yeah. you know. So I think that good content and stuff, getting yourself out there is is often unscripted because, yes. you know, take the canned nature away from it and you're, and it's good. But what I want to get you to make some comments about is, so I use this term and it, it's funny. I, I call it fact shaping. Yes. And there's any number of facts can be presented in infinite amount of ways, yeah. which means that there are ways that are really great yeah. 
to shape these facts. I'm not talking about lying or bullshitting or fake news, like shaping your facts and like, okay, so Megan, you, you are the chopped champion. Yes. That has also been featured on the Home Shopping Network, the New York Times, the Today Show, all this kind of stuff. That's fact shaping. Yes. And and these are all facts. But if you aren't shaping that around your persona. So now here's the thing is you, I led with that. If I'm interested in what you do. Yeah. I, I got your attention. Yeah. And, and the thing is, is I'm all uh, you, it's good to be humble, but you, if, when promoting yourself, you can't yeah. be afraid to tell people why you're awesome. Yeah. You just don't need to be a jerk about it. it and that's a fine line. And, and, it, well, and that's another thing too, as you will run. I, and I run into that too. Yeah. Like I'm, I'm very confident and, and sometimes people, largely people that aren't will miss, yeah. will, will perceive that as arrogance. Yeah. Well, and you, and you got to be careful with that too. Like I struggle with that and it's always been something I have some abrasive yeah. parts of it, but it's, it's just my personality style. Say it works I'm actually you. a really nice, like approachable, like Fantastic. person, but some of it's tough though. Cause yeah. you know, like, I mean, sometimes you're like in passing and someone's yeah. like trying to flag you down or wave you and you got to just be careful with that too. But my favorite is the person that's talking to me looking across the room who for who's better to talk to that's my favorite that, guy that's how i describe uh any trip to los angeles no, anytime yes. you go somewhere that They're everyone's looking, looking around to see who's more important yeah. than you are, or yeah, they I love, are i love that guy so let's talk about now let, i'd like to get your input because you've yeah. clearly um done a lot to get out there it's by the way it's a lot of work it's so much work it's it really so, is, it's the, like, but it's the long game. It yeah. really is the long game. And if you're not someone who can understand but what are that, some tips for someone that's yeah. like, cause you know, it's easy for you at this point to be like, Hey, this is, it happened. But at yeah. some point you're like, how the fuck do yeah. I get on chopped or yeah. whatever? And yeah. And, and so, by the way, that activity breeds more of that. activity. It does. But, it does. And I, and, and I can tell you exactly the moment um, I had a conversation with someone that I admire. And I let her know that I was ready to start taking a bigger role in our barbecue business and that I was poised to unleash the public relations. Yep. You know, that was, and she was the one who had the connection to the casting director. And she flat out told me, I want you to talk to this casting director because I really think this could be good. And I was like, no, no, my husband is the head pit master. And she said, no. Is this personality like yours? No. Okay. No. He's, he is, I, he's the state. Because you and I share the same personality. Yeah. So we're, we're driven. Yeah. Um, you might be a little more on the, the social side than yeah. I am. But, yeah. I, I like to say he's the steak and I'm the sizzle. Okay, sure. If that's fair, he understands. Matt Watson and I are like <laughs> yeah. that in some regards. Matt and I have different personality yeah. styles, but we both have expertise in things Absolute that are Absolute expertise, yeah. and it's still a beautiful steak. It's just... It's actually a better steak. It it's a steak with some sides. Yeah. Well, and it's... And a frothy he, beer. He, he gets the the details and the understanding of proteins and the way that they work and, and flavor complexes and systems. <laughs> that's kind of like Matt. Right? I tell people I write systems. checks, he writes code. Exactly. But the, both are important to the Very process. Very important. Yeah. And so I, we work very, very well together, but tell You just me, described a, 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 what is, the what it? Matt, no, what Matt and I always, and you basically just described our fit for a good co, a co-founder yeah. relationship, yeah. find people. And it just happened to be, and most, but a lot, by the way, a lot of people can't work with husband and wife. No. My wife and I worked together for like seven years. We were really good at it. Yeah. Some people can't make it yeah. like a day. Nope. 
Um, so congrats on that. Thank you. But, but rather that was your husband or someone else, you found someone else that has a level of interest. And in, I bet you're not interested in that stuff as much as he is either. No. Yeah. No. I mean, yeah. I can make it and I can, and I've but part, absorbed. Yeah, but partner with people that want to do the stuff you yes. don't want to do and that are great at the yes. things that you're not great or at least the things you don't want to be great at and a lot. Someone said the other day, we're a kite and a string. He's the string, yeah. I'm the kite. And I thought, okay, that, that also makes sense. Yeah, sure. He's holding me down, telling me, you know, and I'm saying, but it's pretty and it's gorgeous up here and, and let's do those things. And so it all works together. Uh, you telling somebody... It's not what you know or who you know. It's who knows you. That's what I always say. It's who knows you. Who in the industry knows you, knows what you can do and how to get a hold of you so that when those opportunities come available, you're top of mind for them. And that's the long Let's go super basic here. Yeah. If someone, and by the way, this does not just apply to like food stuff. No, this is anybody. So give a couple tips for a couple ways you can self-generate some hype or get out there. I'll I'll share a couple after you do. Yeah. So- Self-hype. Oh, see that. Let me see. Well, any of the stuff you've, I mean, yeah. it doesn't have to be self-hype. So, okay, like, I'll, I'll you've been you, on these shows. Yeah, you've been, like, I'll give you a prime example. They don't all just line up and no, ask. Here's the deal. So when I got the call, I'll give the prime example. When I got the call to be um, photographed for a story that was going to be appearing in the um, Southern Living Magazine for the, the, the most, you know, prominent women basically um, in, in barbecue. After we set up the interview and we set up the photo shoot. I asked the people who are behind the scenes, I said, who else do you work with? Are you in a conglomerate? And they're like, yeah, we're Meredith Corporation. So we have all these other magazines that we work with. And I said, okay, well, um, I was talking with the photographer and he said, this is really fantastic. You've done a great job. You should really look at coming down to our Birmingham headquarters and doing a, a chef visit. And so I asked her, I said, how do I do a chef visit? What is this? And she's like, oh, let's get it all set up. And next thing I know, I'm driving to Birmingham and I'm doing um, myrecipes.com. I'm doing something with um, the, some more things with Southern Living Magazine. It was a video series with them called BBQ&A. So I did three different um, fo- photo shoots and video shoots with two other properties, 100% because I asked that follow-up question. So had I not said, how do I do a chef's visit? Now, the reality of that is it's my own dime. I had to drive down there and do that. But now you can find several different videos on several different platforms. Yeah, but what me. that exposure was it's huge. worth way more than it is. the gas uh, and bingo. the time. Yeah. Well, and then I, but at the same time, I do have yeah. a role to not pay to play. Like I, you know, and now some people don't care about that. That's just kind of a, that my background in the music industry, that's a rule. Like you don't ever pay to play. Yes. Now, maybe at the Super Bowl. Yes. Okay. I could get it on that. Yeah. But when I say pay to play, like you're going to get, and by the way, I'm going to, you kind of stole my first tip, but I'm going to add to it. So you mentioned once you're already there. Yeah. Okay. Let's say you haven't even been there, but you know someone. Okay. So you know, Megan. Yeah. I, if you want to get noticed or maybe it's hard to introduce yourself to journalism, right? like it it doesn't, it doesn't get absorbed as well. But like if Megan and I had had known each other for a while and, and we had a good relationship, I would say, Megan, would you mind like sending two emails 
to someone that writes articles here or there, someone that, you know, maybe someone you've been on and I would even write it out for you. Mm -hmm. So I wasn't even going to make you do work. Yeah. And, you know, it could be something simple. It'd be like, Hey, you know, first off, thanks again for publishing that article about me. Um, there's someone I, I wanted to put on your radar Yes. and just give like a couple things. I don't mean like a 10,000 word bio couple things. And, uh, you know, this person's doing some significant stuff. And yes. if, Validate you, them. if you think this is, Edify. if you think this is within your uh, scope or yep. whatever, or newsworthy, then yeah. do something with it. If not, I hope you, I hope you're well. Yeah. And, and, and that will be responded to well. It is. And, and uh, as long as you frame it in a, on your radar. Yeah. So when the article came out for Southern Living, I sent it to some of my food producers that I had worked with on various things for um, different programming. And I said, as a heads up, I know you're always looking for great female talent. Take a look at these ladies. If you want me to make a connection to any of them, please do. Because now guess what I am? I'm a resource to them. Right. And that's I'm not and, just and, talent. I'm a resource. And, and I, you know, so, all right. So I get five emails a day, mm-hmm. literally five on average. I get 150 to 200 a month that some like spammy shit. <laughs> They're like, yeah, we listen to podcasts. We would like uh, to suggest, and you can just tell it's like really like robotic yes. and, and lame and I ignore them. Yeah. Now, this, now on the flip side, we've had some really interesting people come in and I get a lot of what we just described. Right. Hey, I, I, I mean, I got them yesterday, uh-huh. like completely on but I appreciate it because yeah. these are people that have, I mean, they're coming from people that I find credible yep. that have usually been on the podcast yeah. and they're like, Hey, you know, they had fun and they're like, I, I think there's someone you might want to talk to. Yeah. I'm like, cool, let's do it. Yeah. And that's so much easier. And like <laughs> that success rate on an invite is like 90 to a hundred percent. Yeah. It's warm and cozy. The other kind I almost <laughs> ignore yeah. all Delete. the time. And, well, not always, but I mean, some yeah. of it too is like, we don't do phone interviews. Yeah. Well, that's so, interesting. Yeah. yeah. So it's, uh, you know, we but want own people that. that are around here. Well, no, we do. Yeah. We do. And now we take, we've taken this to San Francisco. We've done some different stuff like that. And Super next smart. year, here you go little uh, teaser, we will be taking the podcast Ooh. on the road. We are going to actually feature cities and markets nice. at certain points next year because uh, for no other reason than there are some really cool startup scenes. Yes. Like we're going to go to Denver, uh-huh. people in Denver. We're going to go to Austin, try some different places like that that are close. Yes. That are close. And we just want to check out what other people are doing. So, okay. Well, I've got a couple of people to point your way. Boom. So. There you go. Okay. So. Can I give another one? I was going to ask you to give another one. Okay. So another one would be, you're talking about, um, you know, for us, classes and mm-hmm. use of... I meant to ask you that earlier because yes, I would do. think you could monetize you. We do. Yeah. We do. It's, yeah. it's, a, it's not scalable. So it's usually used more for... That's not totally true. Well, there's ways to video. deliver. The, you yeah, could, yeah, you yeah. could video. There's yeah. no doubt. Um, but in person, um, hands-on type of classes. So there's there's an insane amount of, of opportunity if I had enough hours in the day. So we got to find the right fit at the right season of our life to make those things happen. And just knowing that is very important. Um, but leveraging the relationships that I have with my sponsors and with... Um, as a brand ambassador for different companies. So if I'm going to have a class, there's a couple different meet people that I call and I say, Hey, we're having a class. And then loads of meat shows up yep. because they want to know You're crowdsourcing it. Yes. Yeah. And Kinda I, like I did with my lunch today by well, having you in here. Extra. And this, yeah. it's a mm, perk. Um, 
I wanted a consistent look. I knew that I was going to be on a couple of different shows and I wanted a consistent look. So I reached out to Duluth Trading Company and I said, hey, you want to play? You want to put me in some of your clothes? And yep. an insane amount of product showed up at my doorstep. Um, and can, can I key on the fact that you actually asked though? Well, like, I mean, just ask people yes, like, ask. what's the worst that's going to happen? Ask. And then the other, you know, when I'm using a product, I don't necessarily, ha I'll talk about it. I don't need to be paid to do it. But when you want to do something specific, mama's got to get paid, right? So, yeah, well, that's the point. Yeah. yeah, it is. But I think being able to use those relationships to their benefit and ask them and then don't give them any reason to think that you didn't follow through. Be really let them know how how you used it will then open up other doors because what happens is then their PR people leave and go to another company and then oh, yeah. all yeah, of yeah. a sudden they're reaching yep. out to you saying, hey, we're at this new thing yeah. and we thought of you. You need to keep in mind too, like I said, just ask. And, you know, a couple of the the books, all the books that I've written are loaded with interviews with mm -hmm. well-known people, um, whether they're rock stars or personalities or different folks yep. and check out, you know, check out the books. But you know, here's the thing. People, you know, people ask me a lot. They're like, do you have a hard time finding guests? No, not even close. I mean, <laughs> it's so easy. Why? Yeah people like to come talk about themselves, yeah. man. It's just simple. Like you make it easy. And plus you're, <laughs> well, that, well, we do make it we easy. We make it easy. Like, well, and that's, that was what I was going to, that's the next thing is if you're going to ask for someone to support you, yes. make it easy for them. Mm -hmm. Like, and that's the thing too. And I, and you know, everyone's like, oh yeah, I do the coffee invite. Fuck your coffee no. invite, man. I don't want it. Yeah. I don't want to like take 20 minutes and drive across town and yep. try to find you and do whatever. Like if you're asking for something from me. Yeah. You, you, you need to deliver, yeah. you know, and that's like the thing. And it's, uh, um, and, and so if you want someone to, like I mentioned, if I want you to give me an intro, mm -hmm. I'll, t I'm going to type it out for you. Yeah. I'm not going to say, Hey, say this. Yeah. I would I, send a bulleted list, yeah. do whatever. Like, and by the way, your success rate with that will be remarkable. Yes. So all three of my books have become bestsellers on the day that they launched. And I'm going to tell you how. Hmm. I literally pride myself on not being a favor asker. Mm -hmm. So when I actually do need or want something, mm -hmm. I make it simple. But that said, on the days when my books have come out, I do exactly what I just described. I write out, I, mm -hmm. I literally write out a couple things. Um, I, well, I first, <laughs> the first book I learned that it took me about an hour to figure this out because no one was actually responding. They're like, hey, could you say something about my book? Yeah. And they're like, like, like what? So yeah. no, I just tell them, I like, if, do you mind posting this on your social media? Hey, my friend Matt just published mm -hmm. an, a, a book. This looks cool. Um, if you're interested in it, here's the yeah. link and you give them, you give them an image to post, give them a couple of like, you know, like make it fit, yeah. make it look good, do yeah. something and give them what they need to do to just like literally copy and paste. Yeah. And you will find that you get an overwhelming amount of support and literally that alone. Yep. In those first couple of days of a book coming out, you get enough people. Like if you have 200 people that have 500 friends on Facebook do yeah. that, that's a shitload of impressions. So, yep. so, but the thing is, is and going back to, you got to ask, you got to ask. I've literally made a living in life just yeah. asking. But, but I think it's even, you've got to ask in a way that gives them an opportunity to see the bigger picture. Yep. You can't just say, you want to give me some free stuff? It's no. like, no, I'm doing these three things. Fact shaping, Megan. Yeah. I'm hey, doing Duluth these three Trading things. Company, I'm going to be on yes. a big show. Yeah. 
I think that there's a reasonable opportunity for you yeah. to gain some exposure if you would be willing to send yeah. send me something to wear. I think yeah. this could be a good – and, you know, like here's the thing. They gave you free clothes. Yeah. I, did they pay you? Uh, No. Not yet. Not yet. But, okay. That's the long But game. you got it started. That's the long You got long it started. Game. And that's, and the, that's influencer marketing 101. But the thing thing for that for us is if I was going to spend money anyway in that category, I'll take some product. Yeah. I will. But if you're asking me to do something or endorse something or to endorse something that then prevents me from taking another product in that category, I have to be paid. Well, sure. Like, there's sure. no no question I mean, what, about but, it. But you know, they're going to see you on that show and they're going to post a picture yep. and they're going to be. I mean, that's just good for your brand. Okay, because we way over, aren't we? Well, yeah, that's fine. We talk until we run out of shit to talk about, and if as long as it's interesting and useful and has additional barbecue samples, of course, I could go for a while. So anyway, we are going to end this episode here in a minute, but we always do our founders freestyle. Now, before that, um, you can check out what. We were doing here on the Startup Hustle YouTube channel. Um, you can see me eating barbecue and going, mm. we're on Instagram at Startup Hustle Podcast. Um, check out what we do at fullscale.io. And that said, you also should go to Burnt Finger, that's B R N T Finger BBQ.com or on the gram at, at Burnt Finger BBQ. So as we finish and round out, we do the Founder Freestyle, okay. which uh, you are going to be awesome out. I'm just going to kind of give you a minute to, okay. you can say whatever you want. Okay. Um, sometimes maybe we left, maybe our ADD left things unresolved or you mm -hmm. want to pitch the business or you want to give people advice or yeah. I mean, maybe you want to recite the Gettysburg address. It's really up to you. It's your time. I so love it. there yeah. you go. My, my, my advice is self-care. Take care of yourself. Do the things you have to do, but be prepared for um, the downtimes. Sometimes I will go out and I'll hustle, hustle, hustle. And then I, the next day I just take a nap and I do a little me time because it is really lonely. Um, but yet it is full of people. It is a, a strange position to be in when you're in the entrepreneur world. Um, and especially with barbecue, I can spend hours and hours waiting for a pork butt to be done. I said pork butt again. Mm -hmm. um, for it to be Thank done. Thank you for pointing that You're out. welcome. Yeah. Um, but in the meantime, I'm I'm following and I'm looking and I'm searching not just my industry, but other parallel industries that are out there. I want to see what they're doing and, and what they're making waves. And so I'm not just following the type of people that I'm in business with because I want to learn from them. I want to know what they're doing and what's successful for them. And I'm constantly, constantly trying to find the next brand that I appreciate to reach out to them to say, is there an opportunity for us to work together? Sometimes I get immediate responses. Sometimes I never get anything. Um, we're getting ready to build out our dream kitchen and carriage house um, studio. And so I've been reaching out to what I would consider to be kind of the the obvious, the cabinet makers, the refrigeration, the whatever kind of partners that we would want to work with to be a part of that project. And I've had really fun success because we have a story to tell. We have so much information out there about you know, like you said, being on the Today Show, being on Food Network, that they don't have to question what it is that we do and if we're out there making any waves. And so while, while I'm taking a little bit of downtime, maybe from actually working on the business, I'm always looking for who out there can I help, who out there might be willing to partner with us. And then I, and I'm asking them, 
that's that's what I'm doing when I'm kind of in a down mode, which probably still sounds like work, but it's very enjoyable to me. Yeah, I um, and I'll and I'll, can I? Is it mine? Do yeah. I get the mic? Here, yeah. we, here we go. Here we go. Get ready. No, I'm not going to wrap. Um, I could probably wrap about barbecue. Yeah. Um, I'm, I'm very well stated. I think that um, you know, there's a couple things you said during the episode. You mentioned earlier about wanting to have time around your kids and yeah. entrepreneur was like, don't become an entrepreneur because you think you're going to have more time. No. So first off, that's some advice that I'll just give. Yeah. Now with that, um, you know, Megan, I want to really like commend you well, and say I'm very impressed with thank you. all that you've done. Um, you're not afraid to do the work. Success mm -hmm. demands payment in advance. Mm -hmm. None of this stuff is automatic. You look at something like barbecue. Now you mentioned these championships. I'm going to give you some context. These things are in like the, I think the last one was like inside the, the, uh, infield of a NASCAR track. Yeah. Like that's how many people go to this thing. It's yeah. like, diff so you look at all these different people that are doing barbecue. A lot of them are hobbyists, a lot of them own restaurants, whatever. And now you got to find some ways to get yourself to stand out. And yeah. you did a very effective job with that. Thank you. Um, and, and it happens one piece at a time. Yeah. And you know, just, but the thing is to start somewhere. Yeah. I know a lot of people that are, quote, influencers for a lot of different reasons. Find what fits well with what you do. Um, last night I was at, things you don't say often, I was at a photo shoot for a dog calendar Okay. with NFL players. Nice! Which, and these are guys from the Chiefs <laughs> that were there. And like, these guys are, you know, everyone's wanting pictures or whatever. And I was talking to someone and I was yeah. like, man, I couldn't do, I don't know how I'd do with that. And this was funny. Someone said, yeah, but you're like famous. I'm like, not even close. So what do you mean? Every time I go somewhere with you, you know, everyone I'm yeah. like, cause you, you see me at startup and entrepreneur events. Like yeah. I can go to the zone. grocery store with no one wants a yeah. selfie yeah. or to talk to me other than yeah. the, the cashier. But the, the point with this is like, focus on where your crowd is and be centric around that. Yeah. Now, barbecue, you obviously apply to a, a large scale of buyer, but with yeah. us, with startups and, and, you know, sometimes like the podcast and different stuff like the pod, yeah. this podcast was probably not probably was easily the best thing we ever did for our overall yeah. brand. Um, and you say, well, I can't get on the shows, whatever. You know what you can do? You can start a podcast. Yeah. It's, it's free. It's, you can literally, you have in your pocket right now, everything you need to publish a podcast. Yep. Like, it might not be remarkably professional <laughs> when you just use your phone, but you can get it started. Yeah. And the world has made it really easy to get yourself all over the world. Yep. Some, and for those of you that have listened to this show in 190 countries, thank you. Wow. Like, thank you. Like, That's I mean, I can't even say like, like, I, you know, we wonder who you folks are and we like, we really do like have a huge level of appreciation that you continue to pay attention. Mm -hmm. And that's the key. Now, when we had three episodes, we didn't have 190 countries that had listened, but we kept doing it. And you, you just kind of keep grinding and it's like playing with Legos. You just got to, and you snap another piece on, you snap another piece on. Sometimes you have to take the Legos apart and put them back together. Yeah. Then you snap more on you. The, really the thing you're hoping with that approach is that you just don't step on any in the middle of the night. <sighs> Ouch. I know. Most painful thing. Yeah. So anyway, thank you for coming you're in. Welcome. I love the barbecue, thank the bacon. You. <laughs> You're going to do awesome I'm probably things. just going to put that in my back pocket and walk around. I People love are going to is that a bacon log in your back pocket? Why, yes, it and is. And I'll say why. Yes, it is. <laughs> See you all next time. Thanks so much for listening to this episode of Startup Hustle with Matt DeCarsi and Matt Watson. For more great content and to stay up to date, visit startuphustle.xyz. And if you enjoyed today's episode, please rate and subscribe. And we'll catch you next time on Startup Hustle.